Welcome back to Longitude Soundbites, bringing innovative insights from around the world directly to you. Join us as we blast off to the edge of space as we continue to explore the Longitudes of Imagination series. I'm Jaina Kim, Longitude Fellow and Law Student at the University of Ottawa. I'm Longitude Fellow Blake Moya, a Statistics PhD student at the University of Texas at Austin. Join us throughout January as we launch into the universe of space technology and even catch up with a NASA microbiologist. Hi, everyone. My name is Tony Zhou, and I'm a Longitude Fellow from Yale University. And nice to meet you. I am Quinn Smits. I am a student of Cognitive Science and Artificial Intelligence at Tilburg University here in the Netherlands. Find out how STEM and imagination gravitate towards one another and result in successfully sending satellites nearly the size of Rubik's Cubes into outer space or putting a DNA sequencer on the International Space Station. The Endurance Project is an ongoing story of unexpected surprises with an admirable goal of democratizing and increasing accessibility to space, rocketing together some of the most brilliant minds who share a passion for the cosmos. Keep listening for a sneak preview with the upcoming Edge of Space episodes with guests Naeem Altaf, Minsik Lee, and Sarah Wallace. That desire to explore, and I feel like as a human race, the minute we stop exploring and the minute we stop trying to advance technology and, and understanding and learning, it's I kind of, it's kind of like, what, you know, what for? I feel like that's, there's so many questions. And I think NASA is trying to do a better job. And I think that's something we'll continue to do to show how many things have come to benefit life on earth because of the advances we've made in space and because of the technologies we've developed in space. You know, we've made life on earth better for so many. And, and I will say that's one of the mottos of the International Space Station in space for earth. Like we're doing things there to, to come back and translate to Earth that aren't to benefit space. They're to benefit people on Earth. Indeed. If you have got this infinite sandbox, why, why just sit on one grain of sand? Quint and Sarah further explore the positive impact of space exploration, including a big if of if extraterrestrial DNA were ever to be found. Tune into their episode to find out what Sarah Wallace, NASA microbiologist, has to say. Tony. Naeem seemed to share a similar sentiment on the positive impact of space technology. Yes, I could immediately tell how enthusiastic Naeem was talking about all things space. He really cares about creating technology and products that have lasting impact on humanity. We were looking at different projects to, for space tech, and one of the projects which we, and we can talk about that later, was the edge computing we did on International Space Station for DNA sequencing. So while we were working on projects, I wanted to always look for the angle tech for good, something we can give back to the society and you know, help kids and future generations and basically inspire our next generation. It seems like these leaders in the field of space microbiology and space technology are all motivated to help the people back on Earth. Blake, I think your episode with Minsik highlights the volatile process when working on a still emerging field. Exactly. Launching a satellite computer comes with very similar problems as the ones involved with the Mayflower Autonomous ship. Both require careful programming for what the device should do if there was a problem, since no one can get all the way out into the ocean or the stratosphere to help. For our listeners interested in edge computing or CubeSat, Minsik and I will talk about the problems and preparation that come with computing in space in our upcoming episode. You may be aware of that. I mean, there was a project called uh, Mayflower, and 
that project and that we uh, developed autonomous boat from IBM side. Uh, we applied IT stack and then also provide operation to support that autonomous boat. In our perspective, that's a kind of a use case for the edge computing environment. And then one day we just thought that why don't we apply the same the technology on just the space, I mean. So we just had that idea about two years ago and then we met people in NASA and then we shared such kind of ideas. And then we have some opportunities to apply software-defined technologies on space station or satellite. Uh, we started a project called this EnduroSet. That's our own CubeSet. And then so we will launch this one yeah, next year. And then our goal is to have kind of a playground. That way anybody can test their code in their own, our CubeSet environment. MinSIC also encourages people to pay attention to the latest trends in tech, like edge computing, as a source of inspiration for bold ideas. Learning how to use these new tools can help you bring those ideas to the world or to space. Since the exponential increase in data and computing power, computational tools such as edge computing allow for increased efficiency and comprehensive data processing and analytics by using data servers closer to the point of creation. Data generated at the point of creation can be analyzed with the results sent back to the ground network. To find out more about edge computing, make sure to check out my episodes with Naeem. The connection between the satellite and the ground network, which mediates the transfer of so much data through so little bandwidth, brings communication to the center stage of this project. That really reflects the motive of the whole endurance mission to facilitate communication between industry professionals, students, and software, and expose a whole generation of students to space tech. That's a really good point, Blake. I think our audience will really enjoy hearing about how the hard work done on Earth, only to send things far off into outer space, is actually motivated by, and to help most, us, the people right here on our planet. At the end of the day, these space experts all work towards the common goal of advancing the future of humanity, and perhaps the presence of space might just be orbiting around our everyday lives more than we think. You'll also find that Naeem, Minsik, and Sarah all share valuable big-picture reflections from their work in space technology that any young professional will find helpful. Quint grounds us back to Earth. Uh, what is the best piece of life advice you can give? Chasing and pursuing your passion, which I think that's number one. Always chase and pursue your passion, never give up. But you don't have to be good at everything. Find the one thing that you're good at and go all in on that and love it and become an expert in that and figure out how to use it and, and harness it to make your field better. Sarah's advice is just a hint of one of the most technically enriched soundbite series yet laced with the latest space tech, but also advice that's transferable to, as Quint would say, for the moon and beyond. This brings us to the end of our introductory episode. We can't wait for you to tune in to the continuation of the Longitudes of Imagination series. Follow Longitude on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to make sure you don't miss the release of the Edge of Space series. You can also visit our website at longitude.site for more information and content.